welcome back to the Travelling Music Therapist podcast. This is now episode 19 and I've made my way to the Nagoya College of Music in Naga, uh, not Nagano, Nagoya. And it's a little bit warmer than Nagano. Nagano was, Nagano was freezing. I was there yesterday, it was about 5 degrees. Today is a nice 12 degrees. Um, I had a nice little walk from the station to the College of Music here. And it, it was actually quite nice and warm out in the sun, so that's, that's been nice. I don't do well in cold weather. Um, so today I have with me uh, Professor Yuji Igari-san. Welcome. Konnichiwa. Thank you so much for taking part in uh, the podcast today. Thank you for having me. Yes. Now, you might be able to tell Yuji-san is able to speak English very, very well. <laughs> I saw your profile and it said that you are an MTBC, which means that you studied and registered in the States. But actually, it's expired. Oh, <laughs> I forgot to <laughs> renew but it. But yeah. yes, I was trained in America. In America, yep, at the um, Eastern Michigan University. For um, bachelor's degree. Bachelor's degree in music therapy. Mm. Wonderful. Um, and But you're registered here with the JMTA? Yes. yes. Do you currently do any clinical work? Unfortunately not. No, yep. So I'm just only teaching. Teaching, mm -hmm. yes. So... Um, Yuji-san here is a, a professor at the Nagoya College of Music, where we are right now. Um, and he's been teaching here for three years. Yes. Yeah. And previously he was at the Radford University. Um, that's in the States, isn't yes, it? Yes, yeah. uh, Virginia. Yeah. Um, and he was a graduate teaching assistant there for two years. So, um, a RMT with plenty of wonderful experience, I'm sure... You've got lots to tell us. Um, now, I wanted to ask you, how did you find out about music therapy and why did you think you wanted to become a music therapist? I have never been exposed uh, to music therapy until uh, my friend, uh, my college buddy, uh, told me about it. Um, when I was uh, after graduating high school in Sendai, Japan. Uh, I wanted to. Uh, well, actually, I did one year uh, in high school as an exchange student in Ohio. Oh, as a music therapy. No, 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 no. no. Oh, uh, high right, school. That's just a high yes, school high school. Yeah. And then, um, then after graduating high school here, uh, I was not sure if I should go to uh, university in Japan or America. And, but uh, I took uh, several uh, entrance exams here, but I was refused. <laughs> <laughs> it's very competitive here, isn't yes. it? <laughs> so um, I decided to go back to America, mm -hmm. which I actually wanted. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I majored in uh, psychology mm -hmm. uh, because I wanted to be a school counselor. Right. Then uh, a friend of mine uh, from college uh, told me that uh, well he knew that I was uh, involved in music he suggested you know and hey, usually if you are interested in uh, music and counseling you know why don't you major in music therapy mm. I'm like wow music therapy you know <laughs> sounds like you know that's what I wanted to do yeah. um, so I didn't know anything about <laughs> music therapy yep. 
it just sounded cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What did you think of music therapy when your friend first told you?、Um, What did、I、you thought, think it was? <laughs> I thought that、uh, music therapist would be someone who would compose healing music. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah.、Mm. Yeah. They have. They have stuff like that too. I think they call it sound therapy.、Oh, there's, right. there's a separate、mm-hmm. thing, which is, I guess, if you're not familiar with music therapy and music therapists, you might think it's the same thing, but it's slightly different, isn't it?、Um, it's a lot different, actually. It's a lot different, <laughs> yes. <no. laughs>、um, right, and so you studied in the States, and did you stay there for a while then after you completed your undergrad in music therapy? No, actually, I came back right away. Oh, okay.、Mm-hmm. Because、um, my father suggested that I should work on master's degree right away.、Mm-hmm. But I wanted to work.、Mm-hmm. I wanted to try what I learned.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, I、you、wanted to bring, bring. Yes, I wanted to bring music therapy back to Japan.、Mm-hmm. So,、um, but since music therapy is such an occupation that's not so popular,、mm-hmm. um, I couldn't get a job. Uh, as a music therapist. So I decided to uh, uh, do、uh, private practice. Right. Yeah. So, how was it coming back to Japan and then telling people I'm a music therapist? How was it difficult?、Um, I held,、um, I organized a lecture. On music therapy.、Oh, uh, I did、uh, presentations about music therapy for、um, general audience、mm-hmm. um, to see if there'll be you know, people who may be interested in receiving music therapy.、Mm-hmm. And, um, so, were these at like, nursing homes or、um, special education schools? Or? Actually, I, I did.、Um, I, I, I had that.、Uh, Presentation at uh, in uh, public public hall. Oh, okay. I, I okay. rented a pub- public hall and you know made a flyer <laughs> for yeah, myself. Yeah, wonderful. And, <laughs> and Was that in Sendai? Yes. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. And actually, quite a few people showed up. Right. And then、um, there were some、uh, parents of、uh, children with disabilities and they were interested in、uh, providing music therapy for their children. Yeah. Right, so,、um, so that was around the early 2000s, is that yes. right? Yes.、Mm-hmm. Yeah.、Mm. So,、um, and that was right around the time that the Japanese Music Therapy Association was formally created.、Mm-hmm. Yes.、Um, as the governing body as it is today.、Um, so, were you involved in any of that the, with the JMTA coming together during that time? Yes,、yeah. yes, I've been involved、mm-hmm. uh, from. Uh, Very beginning. Yeah.、Uh, but locally. Locally,、mm-hmm. yeah. So in Sendai, and now you're involved in the local committee for this area here. Nagoya is、mm-hmm. part of the Tokai region. Yes. Yes. So one of the nine regions that we were chatting about、um, a few podcasts ago uh, with、um, Izumi san. So there's nine regions in, in Japan. They're not quite states like we have in Australia or in America. But they're just kind of just general regions, aren't they? So to- the Tokai area is slightly further south than Tokyo, region,、mm-hmm. the, the yes, central、mm-hmm. Kanto region. And so Sendai, where you were before, is slightly north of the、yes. Kanto region.、Mm-hmm. Yes. And last podcast, I was in Nagano, which is a little bit
uh, towards China, so it's like mm-hmm. north, not not north of Japan as the country is kind of like west, mm-hmm. isn't it? It's it's right? it's more towards Sea of Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I've covered uh, three of the main areas, I think, <laughs> of central Japan. Anyway. Yeah, the um, best areas. Yeah, the best areas. <laughs> Great. But don't forget about Tohoku. <laughs> Tohoku. Yes. Yep. Yep. Um, so the the World Conference um, is that Tohoku area or is that still Kanto area? It's still Kanto area. Still Kanto mm-hmm. area. Okay. But it is kind of that way, isn't it? It's it's yeah, north, yes. Will you be at the mm-hmm. yes, uh, World Conference? Definitely. Great. I'll be there too. So if you're listening to this podcast and um, you want to be a guest on my podcast, please come find me. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see you guys there. Um, so within this Tokai region, do you know how many music therapy courses there are available? Courses? Mm, available uh, in... at universities for music therapy. I think well, Nagara College of Music is one, and there's uh, uh, I don't know the uh, English name for uh, their universities, but mm-hmm. Meigei, yeah. Kinjo, but Kinjo they uh, they no longer have the course. Oh, okay. I think they they only offer some classes. Right, so not uh, a major, but just some elective. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And there are a couple uh, universities or colleges in Mie that may mm-hmm. uh, provide music therapy classes as an elective. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's wonderful. Even in um, each region, there seems to be multiple choices mm. um, of where to go to study music also, therapy. Also, there's another a college, mm-hmm. Ogaki Joshi. Oh, okay. uh, they have a uh, course. College? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a two-year junior college. Right, yeah. Tandai mm-hmm. Right, so <clears throat> I guess um, I was having a chat to uh, Izumi-san as well about this, but in Australia currently we've only got two courses, so two universities in the whole of Australia. Really? Um, yeah, and it's only available as a master's course. Oh. Yeah, so um, um, do you think or do you know if most of the courses over here are only available as undergraduate courses? Most of the... Uh... <coughs> Academic institutions provide uh, undergraduate courses, but uh, Nagoya College of Music does have a master's program. Great. And so the students who come through the course uh, as a master's course, um, do they generally have a Bachelor of Music or any? Well, I'd like them to have a degree in, uh, undergraduate degree in music therapy, but... um, Oh, right. But uh, I think if you study music or some related area, we would accept a student for master's program here. I see, I see. So um, I guess the way that it works in Australia is that you do an undergraduate in, um, say, Bachelor of Music or Mm. Education or um, some other allied health Mm. profession. Um, so I just happened to do a Bachelor of Psychology mm. and then I went on to do my master's degree and the master's degree is where you learn to become a music therapist mm. and that's how you get your qualifications and your registration. So if you um, are studying a master's here at Nagoya College of Music then does it mean that you are doing like a research based master's? Um, so if, if you're saying that they generally have an undergraduate in music therapy and then for them to do further studies at 
I would uh, have students um, explore different theories and models uh, in music therapy yes. first. Mm. Then I also um, teach them uh, basic uh, research methods. Mm. And then for the second year, they would do their um, master's thesis. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Wonderful. So that's um, at currently in Japan, we're at the end of the school year. And today, even as I was walking through the streets, there seems to be um, the high schools around here and the universities, they're all having their graduation mm -hmm. um, ceremonies. And tonight I'm actually going along to the Nagoya Ondai um, graduation party. <laughs> right, right, yes. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. gathering. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, so I'm looking forward to that, to meeting some students. Um, in this year, in this year's cohort, the graduating cohort, how many students are there? Uh, there are only four music therapy majors graduating, yeah. but um, the system of Nagoya College of Music um, allow allows student to in other majors to take uh, courses in music therapy major. Oh, right. okay. So um, some actually there are two students who uh, did their um, final project as a music therapy uh, course. Right. So there are six people okay. uh, who are deeply involved in music therapy. And so that qualifies them all to become music therapists. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. And has um, what's is it generally about four or five students in each year group? Mm -hmm. Well, I guess it depends. Uh, some um, grade they are only like actually one. Really. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. And um, well, next uh, well, current juniors there are more than ten. Oh wow. So it's a big. Yeah. big group of people mm. but uh sophomore they're only one yeah oh interesting mm -hmm. so there seems to be not like a set number then here yeah it depends it depends on the uh, newcoming freshmen there will be uh, around 10 yeah. students for all oh, this mm -hmm. next following year mm -hmm. oh great i know mm, that's very exciting yes <laughs> um, and I was having a chat to um, also Kato Michiko-sensei. Oh yeah? Um, so she was telling me um, with this, the conference, um, the, the World Federation Conference that's coming up, the title is Inspiring the Next Generation. And what she was telling me was that a lot of people who end up studying music therapy in Japan are roughly like average in their 40s, 50s and 60s. Mm -hmm. They all find an interest in music therapy mm -hmm. and um, gain their qualifications and registrations. And um, she was saying that they are kind of part of the new generation, right. I guess. Mm -hmm. So do you find that the students that come through the Nagoya College, mm -hmm. are they young? <laughs> oh, yes. Or do you have older students? Yeah, well, we do have students. older students as well, but mm -hmm. um, mostly uh, they are high school graduate. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Straight out of high school. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. That's exciting. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, to have more young therapists out here. Definitely. Um, now, I was hoping that you could share a memorable music therapy case uh, with us. Some, something that's happened maybe along your career where it's particularly memorable. So, um, I wrote this uh, in the online journal 
called voices and um, after practicing uh, for five years as a private practitioner practitioner um, uh, I had the sense of burnout mm. uh, I enjoyed working with children with uh, developmental disabilities um, and it was it was rewarding uh, but then at the same time uh, I was not sure where this musical relationship uh, was going mm -hmm. um, so um, because you know the development of the disabilities uh, they will never go away mm -hmm. you know they were never healed mm -hmm. uh, so um, it's it, it felt like maintenance mm -hmm. through recreation yeah. and I think that's viable mm -hmm. of course but um, I was feeling the sense of burnout because of uh, this uncertainty of where mm -hmm. this uh, therapeutic relationship was going. Mm -hmm. S uh, then a friend of mine uh, suggested there's a uh, new uh, say area of practice mm -hmm. called mu community music therapy. And uh, I was not sure about uh, the idea first because if um, people without disability uh, get involved in the musical creation, uh, musical creation with people or children with with disability, they may uh, they may have this sense of pity mm. for those children with disabilities right. and they are doing a big favor mm -hmm. for those children with disabilities and I didn't like the idea mm -hmm. um, so um, I read many um, articles about community music therapy and that uh, they talked a lot about uh, improvisation the importance of improvisation and um, so I decided to use um, a lot of improvisation in the music making process mm -hmm. uh, with this population you know people with disability and without disability and um, the improvisation made the relationship flat mm -hmm. they are the improvisation allowed everyone to be in equal, equal. partnership yeah and and also actually um, those kids with dis uh, developmental disabilities like Down syndrome uh, they were actually better in improvisation <laughs> <Were they? laughs> yes, because they they didn't have this fear of making mistake mm. many Japanese adults were very uh, self-conscious about you know oh what if I make mistake mm -hmm. you know in this yeah. playing and what what if I sound kind of uh, stupid or mm. so something like that mm -hmm. and they uh kids with disabilities uh developmental disabilities they didn't have that kind of fear mm. and and also they are so good at being in music mm. being together with music feeling the music mm. and it just allowed them to be so expressive mm. through music yeah. so um when they do improvisation they were actually better players and their attitude uh, uh, to be in the moment with music encouraged 
uh, people without a disability to be in the music. So I'm like, wow, this is great. You know, um, music is the answer. Music is going to be the bridge between those people with disability and without disability. So that was, uh, so I was very involved in this community music that we work and. Um, was that um, particular program, I guess, was it run through an institution or was it run? Actually, well, it's a part of my uh, private practice, but I, uh, okay. with a friend of, uh, with some of my friends who had, uh, had helped my work, uh, got got together we got together and form a organization mm-hmm. it's a non-profit organization uh, uh, and um, through the organization we um, run the program mm. wonderful um, so I guess with your career um, has the majority of your work been with children with disability mm-hmm. But I also worked with uh, elderly with Alzheimer's disease okay. and also um, people uh, in psychiatric needs. Right. Okay. So adults in a mm-hmm. psychiatric hospital? Yeah. Well, uh, daycare, actually. Oh, yeah. so like an outpatient? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Facility. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, they were in the uh, recovery, recovery phase yeah. uh, because they are, they are able to live outside of the hospital. Yeah. At home and they. So was that like a phasing out? Mm-hmm. Kind of yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. yeah. So their needs uh, were uh, to get along with people, mm-hmm. to uh, in socially acceptable manner, right. uh, and um, yeah, maintaining uh, emotional well-being, mm-hmm. uh, social participation. Those were the goal areas. Mm. And with that work, were you employed by the hospital? Yes. As a part-time. Oh, great. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Um, are there many positions like that available in Japan? There are more and more yeah. uh, positions available, yeah. uh, both part-time and full-time. Yeah. Great. Um, now, what I also wanted to talk about today um, was that this particular meeting today was organized all on Twitter. <laughs> which I think is right. kind of amazing in uh, like the professional setting, I guess, <laughs> the way that social media can right. be used to connect mm-hmm. people. Um, now, I think I've been following you on Twitter for, I don't know, like, uh, probably since I got Twitter, which wasn't too long ago, maybe like a year ago or something. Mm. Um, and so I just sent out some a tweet a few months ago saying, I'm going to Japan, looking for some um, registered music therapists, and you like that one. Mm. So I... I thought I would um, give you a message. And this is how this meeting came about. Um, are there many people... Oh, can I ask you first about your own Twitter account? Did you start that as just your own personal thing or as a professional thing um, in a professional capacity? I used to have two accounts. Oh, okay. And uh, this account that I, had, <laughs> that, that I have right now is, was for English tweet only. And then I gave up uh, my Japanese Twitter account um, uh, for many different reasons, and then, um, but then I got back onto that uh, English Twitter account, and then I do uh, tweet in both in Japanese and 
English, and this is mostly for my business. For work,、mm. yeah. Oh, great.、Um, so, in,、um, do you know if social media is used by many registered music therapists in Japan as a way of having a professional online presence? Yeah.、Um, well, I, I'm not sure if I understood your question, but.、Uh, Yeah,、um, is it common for people to have a professional Twitter account? I think so.、Mm-hmm. I think so.、Um, I but uh, but Twitter, I, I enjoy personally, <laughs> you know, doing uh,、yeah. tweeting. Mm-hmm. No, I, I tweet,、um, you know, what I think or what I feel, you know, something that happened to me that day、mm-hmm. that's memorable. It's almost like a journal. Mm. And blog to me, it, it was too long. <laughs> and <laughs> too Twitter,、detail. yes. <laughs> Twitter, it's only like、uh, 120, 140 letters、yeah. or something like、yeah. that.、Um, so it allowed me to you know, write short、mm-hmm. and review it and make sure that I'm not saying stupid things. <laughs> Then you know, tweet. <laughs> so that's that easy. Yeah. Blog, it was just a little bit、right. too complicated. So, did you used to have a music therapy blog? I did,、oh, but、okay. I never revised <laughs> I never wrote. <laughs> yeah, I wonder about that.、Um, I mean, I, I have many social media things going. So, I've got my Facebook, my, my business Facebook page, as well as my own personal one, which I don't really do much business stuff on.、Um, but I have my Twitter account, which is only for my business. Uh, recently、uh, created an Instagram account for my podcast.、Mm. I have my own personal stuff too. So I love Instagram. I really love Instagram. And I was always trying to find a way to try and use Instagram in a professional way. And now I guess I can because I'm traveling with、um, this podcast.、Mm. So I've just been uploading things from that.、Um, but I guess with social media, my main reason for creating my business page. Was、um, I always wanted to make a website for my own private practice?、Mm. Facebook just seemed to be a little bit easier.、Mm. Um, so that's kind of replaced my website. I'd like to think I'd get on to making a proper website in the future. But the other thing was、um, every so often I'd come across a client who would want to connect with me online.、Right. And so a lot of teenagers. I guess, and adult clients, not really the little ones, they don't,、mm-hmm. they don't use it. But it, I hated having those awkward conversations saying, No, I can't be friends with you. Right. But so by having my online accounts, now I can say, Yeah, just go like my business page, or you can follow me on Twitter.、Mm-hmm. And that way, like if they did want to get in contact with me, they could、mm-hmm. uh, without it,、um, you know, being. Personal, right? Yeah,、mm-hmm. personal relationship.、Mm-hmm. Um, I tell my students not to、uh, that I cannot be friend with uh, them uh, through Facebook.、Mm-hmm. I always tell them, you know,、yeah. after you graduate,、yeah. we can.、Right. And then,、uh, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to be intrusive to their personal life, and I don't want them to be intrusive to my personal life, and、mm-hmm. you know, that's understandable, right. So, today at the graduation party, they'll be just sending out friend requests. <laughs> right, right. This, <laughs> well this, <done. laughs> this is actually the first time for me to go out with a student. Really?、Mm-hmm. Oh, I, so I, I keep the boundary very strong and clear. Right, yeah. 
Yeah. So in previous years, do you mean you haven't been out at like a graduation? No. Thing? Well, um, well, they never invited me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why. <laughs> this year, yeah, they invited me. Yeah. And um, so. Um, that's nice. Thank you for inviting me too. <laughs> You know, I feel like it's a very special occasion. I th I thought you would be interested in oh, talking definitely. to students. I'd love to have a chat to them later as mm -hmm. well. And if they're okay with that, I might record a bit, bits and pieces of maybe about it's gonna the experience. It's going to be noisy. Yeah, it might be noisy, but <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. <laughs> um, yeah, so no, that's very exciting. But um, I guess when I graduated, so that was uh, three years ago now. I'm in my third year out. Mm. Uh, when I graduated... I guess it was kind of the same. We had like our social gatherings with our classmates and sometimes a faculty member would come along to those. Um, I think they had like a roster, like at least one faculty member had to go to the social gatherings. Mm. Um, but once we graduated, now um, I remember, t I don't know if you know Grace Thompson. Um, so she is the president of the Australian Music Therapy Association, but she was also um, one of our unit coordinators at Melbourne University mm. and I remember at the graduation ceremony she said to me now I can welcome welcome you as a colleague and that was very right. exciting mm -hmm. to me um, to I guess have that shift but then also it was very real to me then that I'm a music therapist now you know <laughs> right right um, I'm curious though um, a lot of Japanese students uh, uh, experience difficulty calling me for example my uh, a lot of my former students have difficulty calling me like uh, by my first name right. or more yes, or friendly way they always call me sensei, sensei yes. and so i'll be their sensei forever forever it's yeah. like it's, we will never have that equal relationship mm -hmm. yeah. and i'm curious if you do have that equal yeah, relationship i actually had a very lengthy talk with um with michiko sensei and um izumi sensei the other day yeah. So, the way that um, the universities work in Australia, um, maybe in some very, very formal settings, you might call them Professor Thompson, right? right. Mm -hmm. right? But I, during the whole um, course, um, Professor Grace Thompson, or Dr. Grace Thompson is her official title, was always Grace. <laughs> we yeah. always called them by their first name. And that well, is Even when you were in student. In, yeah, as a student. Wow. Yeah. Um, so, Grace... Uh, Katrina uh, McFerrin, mm. she's written a lot around right, mental right, health. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jason Kenner, um, who else? Imogen Clark. Imogen's also uh, submitting something for the World Conference. But um, I guess out in the music therapy world, uh, they're they're quite important people. And even in university, of course, they're important people because they're your unit coordinators. But it's just a difference in culture, I guess. That yes. kind of thing would just never be okay in Japan. <laughs> it just, right. It'd just it'd be so rude. <laughs> it'd be so rude to call them by their first name without sensei, without mm. sung on the end. I can never call uh, Mr. Futamata yeah. Izumi. No, never. <laughs> or yeah. even Ms. Kato. Yeah. Yeah. I can never call them, call her Michiko, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I did I did make sure with them that I was allowed to call them by their first names. Mm. But it's a it's a big deal um, in Japanese slash Asian culture mm -hmm. um, to be very respectful, but only using their surnames and also their professional titles. Right. 
Um, and so what I was having a chat to <laughs> Michiko-san and Izumi-san about was that the, the client-therapist relationship, does the name get in the way of that? And what they were telling me, so, so what I mean by that is, to my Western listeners, is as a therapist, you're always called sensei, which means like teacher or mm-hmm. it's the professional title that goes on to like doctors and those people in those kinds of um, professions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a client would always call you, if I had a client in Japan, they would always call me Wakamatsu Sensei. Yes. Um, maybe Yuki Sensei, but probably mm. not. Um, all of my clients in Australia call me Yuki, mm. even though they're like three. Right, right. <laughs> um, they, they all call me by my first name. And because of that, it, um, so obviously in primary school, high school, you would call your teachers Mr. Blah Blah Blah, Miss or mm-hmm. Mrs. Um, surname. But as a client therapist relationship, we generally go by our first names. And because of that uh, relationship dynamic, I feel like we can build that rapport very quickly with our clients mm. because we're not putting ourselves so much higher up than our clients because we're trying to keep that relationship equal. And so I was, t- I was asking um, Michiko-san and Izumi-san about this, that does that title get in the way of your relationship with your client? And they said, no, it doesn't, because culturally, that's just a given. No matter how close you get with someone, that title still says, stays the same. So, for example, no matter how um, you know, friendly that you can be with your own students, um, they will still always call you Igari-sensei. Yes. No matter, even if you become drinking buddies in the future, for example, they will always call you um, Igari-sensei. And it doesn't matter, like the proximity isn't uh, directly like proportional to the title that you have. It may be, you may be right about uh, initial rapport building mm-hmm. part. Uh, the title may uh, get the way, mm-hmm. uh, but then, but then um, through musical interaction, and if it's authentic, the yeah. title wouldn't yeah. matter. Wouldn't matter. Yeah, yeah. I guess what is wonderful about music therapy is that you can build that rapport very quickly. Mm-hmm. Maybe compared to other therapy methods, or if you're like a medical practitioner. Um, so maybe in a sense the title doesn't matter. Not not doesn't matter, but like it might not affect it as much as. Right, right, like right. Um, see, um, I would feel very awkward if little kids call me Yuji, <laughs> and um, and their parents would think it's very strange. Mm. Um, but then. And some people, like some students or client, even they call they may call me Igari Sensei. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, some can display very disrespectful attitude. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So it's a, it's kind of superficial too. Mm. So um, I, we have to be careful uh, how this relationship is moving through. Mm. Yeah, the the culture around the the name thing is very different between Western cultures and Japanese cultures. 
when you were doing like the the music therapy sessions in America, were your clients calling you Yuji? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, uh, my supervising students also called me Yuji. Right. But then uh, I noticed myself that I was kind of getting offended by were that. You? Yes, okay. I was. I was yeah, getting I kind of. I was getting. Like I felt like being put down mm. because I lived in this Japanese society for a long time, and people always called me Gary Sensei. Yeah, yeah. and um, even with my colleagues, we, we call each other by Sensei. Right. So, oh, in, in Japan, um, like yeah. Futama, I would call Futamata Sensei, mm -hmm. Kato Sensei. Yeah. So uh, we call each other mm. with a respectful um, title. Yeah. So. Um, I felt very strange about um, undergraduate students calling me Yuji, mm -hmm. and they, but then I learned that they have been trying to be friendly. Yeah. Mm. So yeah. Um, actually, I was uh, in communication with a uh, uh, highly respected uh, music therapist in England, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, he wrote me. You know, please call me Gary. Gary Hansen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so and uh, so I replied to him. So thank you for giving me the per permission yeah. because it's very hard for Japanese to, you know, call someone year. by the first name. <laughs> I met him last year yeah. and I called him Gary. <laughs> 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 it's funny. Yeah, he came along to Australia mm. uh, for our conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's right. So you're organizing um, the the regional conference here. Yes. Is that what um, Gary Ansel is coming over for? No, actually, that's, uh, we are hosting him uh, at Nagara College of Music. It's a different from oh, a sorry. regional conference. Mm, right. But is he uh, speaking here? At Nagara College of Nagara Music, College. yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yes, I'm do very you, excited. Yeah, do you often get um, international uh, researchers and music therapists come over? No, not so not so much this year is very special because of the world conference yeah yeah that's very exciting mm -hmm. um for the world conference um and uh, michiko sensei was saying that there are a lot of people coming from australia mm. to this year's conference mm. i'm very excited about that <laughs> yeah so um at our last year's national conference they showed like a short video clip I think that may be the JMTA or the mm. WFMTA mm. wait what's what's the World Federation of Music Therapy the WFMT mm. made to promote this world conference in Japan mm. everyone seemed very excited um, yeah all the the early bird registrations have now closed <laughs> but you can still go online and register um, and it's important to register for the cultural activities too. So they've got the tea ceremony, calligraphy, and flower arranging available. So you have to go register your spot for those. Um, and also the pre-conference seminars. So Gary Anstel is um, doing one of them. So I think they're about a four hour seminar or slash workshop, depending on uh, what you go to. And I think about there's eight of them and about half of them have already filled up. Mm -hmm. They're very popular. So make sure you go register your place at those. 
think we might wrap it up there. Thank you so much for having a chat to me today. Well, thank you very much for having me. No, you're welcome. Um, if any of our listeners wanted to get in touch with you, can they contact you through your Twitter? <laughs> sure. Well, my sure. Facebook. Oh, Facebook? I do, I do have a, fa- a professional Facebook Wonderful. page. Wonderful. I'll leave links to those in uh, the show notes. You can always find me on Facebook and also YouTube. You can just search Music Therapy Now and on Twitter, Empty Now underscore Yuki and Instagram, The Traveling Music Therapy.